0: Hello everyone, welcome to the uh, 16th, you know what, 16th ever offline TV podcast, 17th ever <laughs> offline TV podcast, 18th ever offline TV <laughs>
1: podcast, I use 17th. whatever audio works, uh, <laughs> Mr.
0: Editor, you know what to do, just pick the correct one, and today we are joined by TSM Lena. welcome, welcome.
2: Thank you guys, yeah, thanks, All right. thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Lena. could you tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about yourself? What what do you do for a living?
2: Yeah, so uh, right now, I'm the president at TSM. Um, I've been with TSM since, I think it's eight years now. It's been since 2012, and... Right now, I do everything in terms of recruiting players entering um, into new esports, like the budgeting for when we're like right now, we're in the process of picking up a Valorant team. So I have to do all the budgeting in terms of the player salaries, you know, coaching staff. If we're going to do a team house, if we're going to do boot camps, all these things need to be planned so that the business can, um, you know, run properly and profit. So anything that relates to TSM business <laughs> um, is a part of my division. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like scouting. Um, I believe Myth when he was on, he mentioned that you were the one who reached out to him when he had like less than you know five hundred viewers, asking if he wants to be on TSM.
2: Yeah, actually, it's a really funny story because I reached out to him after I saw the clip of, um, yeah, the One v One with Summit,
1: okay.
2: <laughs> and he, he had I think like three hundred to like five hundred ish viewers at the time. And I remember when I reached out to him, he immediately followed or I followed him on Twitter first and he immediately followed me back. Um, It wasn't until maybe a week later that I tried to schedule a meeting with him to talk to him about it. And then um, he was already a TSM fan. So honestly, signing him was kind of easy because immediately just right when we first got on the call, he's like, I want to join TSM. It's like, "Okay, well, you should (laughs) take some time. And then. I remember I ended that conversation with him saying, hey, so they're like, um, can you introduce me to your mom or your dad? You know, I'd like to talk to them as well. And he says to me, oh, no, I'm good. I'm 18. And it was like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was he 18?
2: He he was 18. I think he had just turned 18. But um, yeah, it was just really funny because. Um, he brought up to me that he actually was a diaries fan from season three and he was like watching Aww. TSM content since uh, when he was in middle school. And at the time it was kind of, for me, recruiting someone that young, I was like, wow, you're watching TSM when you're in middle school. Like for me, that was like, you know, a couple years ago, but it, mm-hmm. it was like five years ago. So
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I actually have a couple questions in regards
3: to that for starters, how do you go about, like, scouting good talent? And then my second question is just, like, does it ever just not work out? And what do you guys usually <laughs> do in that case? Because yes, I know, probably... you know, some organizations try to take the approach of just, like, signing a ton of people and figuring out that, you know, some will. Are you guys more deliberate with it? Kind of what's your procedure like?
2: Yeah, so I think um usually – Nowadays, esports is so big that um, when a new game comes out, we know on the back end, hey, Valorant is going to be coming out, Project A, at the time for a while now. And you can kind of tell, you know, usually we'll work with the developers, we can kind of tell like what type of game it's going to be. And then you can kind of look at other scenes, usually pro players from other scenes that didn't really make it in the original scene, um, like the Valorant case, CSGO pro players who didn't have the most success are um, they're probably gonna jump over? So we're looking at people who um, probably have some type of competitive experience because even though it's in another game, usually they're experienced in terms of working with a team, working in a team environment, um, you know, working with an organization. And usually they are at the top level of their game overall as a whole, even though they didn't like make it through a become the star player of that genre. Um, and then secondly, we of course, look at the ladders. Um, so I'm a huge nerd and I also follow all the different (laughs) online forms, you know, like Reddit, um, all the different discords. And so usually like when names pop up, like, oh, this person's popping off, um, um, usually pretty early on and we'll be able able to see it.
4: So do you guys mainly go for like, um, like players that are super good or do you guys look at, look at like content creators as well? (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Fed
2: wants a chance. (laughs) (laughs)
4: no no I'm asking asking for a friend sorry
2: (laughs) so for the pro team we're just looking at people who are really skilled Mm -hmm. and um, word gets around fast on like who's skilled and who's not so at the beginning of Apex Dizzy was a name that blew up and we actually were talking to Dizzy before he blew up as well Um, he ended up signing to NRG before we got too deep into conversations with him but he was someone who was already a streamer, and he was playing. Um, I know he played CS at a pretty top level, even though he didn't like make it as a CS pro. And so you can kind of see Lally's skill throughout um, some person's, like a person's history of like gaming, as long as they're like broadcasting it. Um, and in terms of content creators, right now TSM, I think has we've started diversifying and signed a lot of content creators that aren't big right. gamers or. I'm, yeah, Greek is a good one where he's um you know he still games but he's not signed for his skill in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> tra- 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 clip it ship yeah. it boys, clip <laughs> it <and> ship it.
0: <laughs> uh.
2: Yeah, no, Greek is awesome, yeah.
0: All right, uh speaking of you know Reddit and you know seeing people's names being brought up, Lena, you your name has recently been brought up a lot, especially in the League of Legends subreddit. Now, which is kind of unexpected because you're more back-end, right? You're the president, you're the brains. But suddenly, a lot of uh, League personalities coming out with videos talking about you. Very juicy stuff. Uh, I think we're going to touch on it a little bit. Lena, um, I guess I'll just say what my perspective is as someone who's like, just a, just a viewer, just someone who's kind of seen and listening to all this uh, drama about uh, lift right now. So for those who don't know, Lift left Team Liquid to join TSM in the League of Legends eSports scene. Pretty normal, like, eSports move stuff, right? People switch teams all the time. But everyone is saying wait a second, this is against uh, the rules. Isn't this collusion? This is poaching. This is conflict of interest. Because, um, Lena, as I understand, you're currently dating Doublelift while being the mm-hmm. president of TSM. So it sparked this huge discussion um, between everyone, a lot of accusation, a lot of rumors, a lot of stories. Um, so um, I just want to ask, you know, what's kind of your side about, it? And how do you feel? Like, people are seeing all these, like, really... Like, not cool things about you on the internet.
2: Yeah, so um, I think that it's it hasn't really been a secret. First of all, it hasn't been a secret that Peter and I have been dating. We've been dating for a while now. Um, and I feel like a lot of the community members, like, we can't really stop what the fans are going to say. There's always going to be um, trolls and haters online and stuff like that. Like, I don't really care about that. It's mostly the community members who we do work with, we do um, we're gonna be in the same community for a long period of time. Like I don't think TSM or they're gonna go anywhere or double after anyone. And I just want us to all have like a good working relationship, but I think it's kind of hypocritical that they they're they're not respectful about the situation. They never didn't reach out to any of us. Um TSM or Peter or anyone for comment on anything and they just wanna start throwing these accusations around. And so um, just for the record, like Riot did do an investigation over uh, before the trade was approved actually. There was actually a chance that it wasn't gonna be approved depending on what they find in in the investigation. And everyone from TSM, we like participated, we cooperated fully with the investigation. We sent everything into Riot. Like we don't need to answer to these um, online trolls or I guess even like these, just people throwing these rumors out, right? Mm -hmm. And then now I think it's kind of ridiculous that Riot came out and said, hey, they did the investigation. Everything's been approved by the League and it's still not really um, satisfying for them. Mm -hmm. And they want to keep on just talking shit. Uh, For me, I think if they had a problem with my relationship with Peter, they should have voiced it, um, you know, months ago when we first became public about the situation. I think that it's just convenient right now for them to bring it up to, uh, you know, stop this trade from happening because anything that, you know, they could have made this big news like uh, six, seven, eight months ago. And I think that they would have more grounds to stand on. In terms of riot, the conflict of interest is something that is in, an internal TSM problem. If you, if the company wants to take on, um, I guess the liability of having two pretty important people uh, date. Um, oh, also from the Team Liquid side, when we first started dating, Peter did disclose to Steve. He had a one-on-one meeting with Steve to tell him, hey, like uh, I'm dating Lena now, like before it was even public. So he did his part and Steve knew about the whole thing. And, Um, In terms of like the poaching allegations, like we worked with Steve to, uh, on the deal, Steve even had a video come out today where he talked about how he approached Peter and like they knew, they both knew that this was a possibility. Um, From the league investigation side, they sent out a memo. Uh, It's pretty confidential. Like (laughs) they didn't release the full investigation out to the public, but there were multiple teams that reached out to Steve about uh, picking up. Uh, double lift. and i think that it's it's kind of uh i mean you can have whatever opinion you want about double lift as a player but it's it's not really any big surprise that you know multiple people want to pick up this guy who is like the best ad carry um in the league for some time for like a long period of time obviously at a bad split this time or the spring split and then I will say from our perspective, like we heavily pushed for the deal to happen because Soren, um, our mid laner, you know, really wanted to play with him again. There's a lot of team issues that we think that double F coming on board was gonna help solve. And that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Oh, Pokey, I'm you on Discord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say, I
3: think the thing that Um, from a very much outsider's perspective bothers me the most, is as you said, people seem to have like a massive problem with it now, but they didn't care at all for the last half a year, which I think is kind of odd because if anything, there would have been way more conflict of interest if he was on another team, as opposed to you guys
2: being on the same team. Or at least that's how I see it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that if at any point Steve was um, uncomfortable about the situation, um, you know, he would have told me, Steve and I have been friends before this whole thing went down for a long time as well. And, you know, Steve actually reached out to Peter and I to hang out together um, a couple of months ago before the COVID stuff happened. <laughs> but um, I want to say, in usually in a case of poaching and tampering, there's an injured party. Um, in this case, it would be Team Liquid if we poached and tampered. And then they would go through riot to try to, um, you know, get justice or any wrongdoings, but Steve willingly worked with us in the trade. So I, I'm sure um, now that the news has been out, you guys can see that from a Team Liquid standpoint, they were pretty committed to moving on with tactical. And so I think that should be more than enough proof for anyone that thinks that there might be anything going on on the back end. Um, and it's not really up to anyone else to judge besides Team Liquid and Riot, honestly.
4: No, but they're dating. They should they shouldn't switch teams. Ah, I'm angry. Fuck TSN. No, dude. People just couldn't <laughs> find anything to bitch about these days, especially on Reddit, I swear to god. But uh, you know, it'd be like that. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, we do. Uh, got a question. If you don't answer, we can edit it out. Mm-hmm. But like I came across this picture on Twitter by Travis, who's like really good friends with um double lift, right? And it's a picture mm-hmm. of you guys, you know, being close. Like, <laughs> oh. And I when I saw that picture, wow. I thought it's like I was there. yo, if my bro <laughs> did that to me, like when I'm with a girl that people don't really know about, I'd be so fucking pissed off at that. Like, did, did he ask you guys ahead of time say, Hey, is it cool if I uh tweet this picture of you guys?
2: Yeah, so um <laughs> yeah, if was actually this
0: there.
2: Yeah. There. <laughs> 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 yeah, is like there. Um,
4: it was a good night.
1: <laughs>
2: no, <yeah. You're... clears throat> it was definitely a fun night. Uh Travis um did actually ask us if he could post it. Uh and, um, which was fine. At the time, I think that Peter and I have been public for a couple of months now, so it wasn't really a big secret anymore. Uh I think I just I don't really like that it's being used out of context. Um some of the things that have been floating around are like, you know, Domini or um Marks, you know. They shouldn't be using this for clickbait. And I I think that that's just kind of trashy, to be honest. I think in the context of eh, everyone went out, um, you know, in a group of friends and, you know, people post like drunk photos of each other. It's not really a big deal, but to bring it and connect it to the trade right now, I think that that's that's just not very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, one yeah. of the topics uh, we have here is like the most ridiculous rumor or story ever told about you. Like we we kind of touched on Lena and what she's been going through. Pokey, you're someone who has <laughs> so many narratives about you on the internet that I can't really keep up with. You know, Me what neither. kind of person you are. I find <laughs> out <laughs> more
1: about
3: myself every day. Ruthless
1: <laughs> you know, uh,
0: businesswoman. Like, you know, <laughs> a couple, or like one of them that you heard about yourself, and you're there's like,
3: always one. That has always stood out to me, both because I think it's just so out there, but also for some reason so funny to me. And I read this like um, like a couple or many years ago, and it was just like someone wrote this long, elaborate story about how Skara fell in love with me and I rejected him. But he's just too nice to kick me out of offline TV and the house, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like (laughs) I love Scar, dude. But there's the thing is, there's never even been any sign that anything like that could have ever occurred, and nothing like that ever has or ever will. (laughs) I. It's just like it's the kind of thing where sometimes. Well, it's the kind of thing that sometimes I can see, like, oh, if I'm playing with someone a lot or like joking around, this and that, people are like, oh, there's tension, there's chemistry. And then they start spreading rumors based off of that. But this car thing is just like so random out of left field. And it just really solidified to me that people will really spread whatever ideas or stories they want. And you just can't trust random internet sources. Even if it sounds, like, elaborate and well made up, you know? Yeah. What about you, Fed, Toast? Any interesting rumors?
4: I feel like (laughs) I'm so, like, open about my life that it's hard to, like, create rumors. Because, like, I I stream so much now that, like, everything's kind of out there. You know (laughs) what I mean? I don't really have a private life anymore. So, like, people will, like, kind of guess, like, what they think is going on. But then it's not always completely true. I don't know. I know.
3: oh i do remember there being like random nights where people will like piece together that you're hanging out with someone and stuff like that
4: oh yeah i mean it's just like i can't i can't even fucking leave my room so um, I, ain't be, <laughs> I ain't gonna be hanging out with no one these days So, i mean it's just the internet man, man true man, like i feel like it's just a like common
0: theme true, <laughs> us, true. What about you uh rumors i don't get a lot of rumors i don't lead a very interesting life (laughs) but uh what's always annoying to me is like since i signed the deal with facebook like a lot of people like talking about my facebook contract like they're the experts like oh he's getting paid Mm -hmm. x and y he can't do this he's locked in for this amount of years like and it's crazy because like um, I did a Twitch stream a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's mind was blown. It's like, wait, this is, you're, you're violating your Facebook contract. You can't do this. I'm going to tell Mark Zuckerberg, it's like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> but it's like, no one ever, like, like, I never talked about my Facebook contract. Like, people just assume, oh, mm-hmm. you know, he signed his life away. He's going to be miserable. He's going to be stuck there. But like, I I guess I kind of want to come back to Twitch. It's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm chilling. I'm happy. I can mm-hmm. stream on Twitch if I want to. I just don't, you know, feel the need to right away. So, yeah, it gets annoying when people, like, just make all these assumptions and statements about, like, um, things you know for a fact isn't true. And you try to ignore it, but sometimes you just got kind of to come out and kind of, like, smack them down a little. It's like, hey, you don't mm-hmm. know jack shit what you're talking about, right? Yeah.
3: Very true.
4: So, will we see more, uh, more Twitch streams from you in the future?
0: Maybe, 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 you know, <laughs> next week, maybe next month. Who knows? But, Yay. Uh, yeah. uh, does fame negatively or positively affect your love life? Ooh. I mean, we're <sighs> all like, I mean, Dude. Lena's going through it right now, but like, we've all been through, like, fed recently gone through his little shipping phase with yuna where you have like i saw some of the shit people are tweeting at you people are tweeting at me it's like toast you gotta tell fed that he's fucking things up <laughs> we need to do x y and z and uh, you know i've been through my stuff uh pokey uh you kind of you, you're more low-key about <laughs> yourself uh in general and you can maybe explain why you keep the it shipping
3: low-key. content hits everyone though <laughs>
0: yeah
4: no, it's not really a choice at this point mm-hmm. Um, does okay. you know fame
3: what? ever positively affect someone's love life no, aside yeah. from if they're just trying to hook up with as many people as possible
1: oh, no, that why was you look
4: at me when you, you me.
3: said that that's
4: what,
1: <laughs> what? did i <laughs> i think you're imagining man. <laughs> uh,
0: i mean i th- as someone who is very minorly famous i think it <laughs> when i interact with female streamers i'm just like girls in general but particular girl streamers it's just like this i just assume they're talking to me because they want like to collab or to like you know be friendly on get some clout get some clout essentially (laughs) and i think it's bad because i think there are girl streamers who are interested in me but they don't want to come off that way so they can't Mm -hmm. really like talk to me yeah um Like, even when I ask her, hey, you know, you want to make content with me? Like, I only feel comfortable, like, interacting with girl streamers if it's just for content. Because Mm -hmm. if my mind ever reaches a point where it's like, oh, you know, I had a great time with her. Maybe I kind of like her. It's this mental block. It's like, well, you only interacted for content, and that's probably what she's interested in. So it definitely, like, negatively impacts, like, what people's intentions are and what my own Mm -hmm.
4: intentions are i have a question would you guys think that's necessarily a bad thing you know like i think uh, cloud we we use this word like a lot but i think they're they're interested in you because you're successful you know right not because i
3: think people can be like i I think maybe toast's point is that it's hard to differentiate sometimes Uh whether someone is just like impressed or attracted um, by your success or your hard work, or if they're just impressed by the amount of fame or followers that you have because they can profit from it, and the worst thing is that sometimes people themselves have a hard time distinguishing those feelings or even like looking into why they are interested in someone,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and sometimes even they don't know until you're halfway down the line of getting to know
2: each other, and you know it's too late anyways. Mm-hmm. So. I think in, in the context of a normal relationship, because you don't have those added things to, I guess, complicate things, mm-hmm. um, you know, it makes sense that they would like you for you as they start getting to know you. And so I think a hard part is, um, even for, for Doublelift and, and myself, we knew coming into it, like, well, hey, we're both someone and like if this became a thing and if it became public, people are gonna make these accusations about you. And that's just, like, unnecessary pressure for the relationship that I don't think you need to bring in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, f- from my, like, personal pers- um, perspective with Peter, it's nice, like, when your relationship is going well, you know, you you feel like you do want to share it because it is nice and you want your fans to be happy for you. And it's also hard when we're going to go out in public, um, you know, pre-COVID, and people are going to see us together and they're going to start rumors mm-hmm. about it. So at the time we thought we might as well just come out with it ourselves i don't think that we ever expected it to become this big of an issue i have yes,
4: a ma- i have a thought i want to share with you guys that i've been having recently
2: you only have one thought,
4: I, thought I, had, like, I was just, i was just waiting for Amanda to just chime in when i said that okay <laughs> no so part of what makes me uh watchable is that i'm very relatable and part of my reliability is that... You, know, you don't
3: want to get a girlfriend because then the incels won't like you.
4: Precisely. So Really? I, well, it's just it's a thought. It's a thought, <laughs> you know? Um, and yeah. I, I just wanted to, like, you know, bring that up. And uh, it's it's something I think about, you know, a lot. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people do get invested. And, and this kind of ties back into, like, the whole shipping culture thing. And uh, it... I I find it I find it like entertaining, you know, to really root for someone. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure how to like navigate through that that thought. I don't know what you guys think. Tell us, hmm, you, tell I, us you tell us you you haven't uh, experience in this department.
0: Um, I think because if you're, when you're single, you get away with way more stuff when it comes to interacting with girls. Like if you're in a relationship. <laughs> and like you want to do more dating content like it's just for content like your girlfriend is probably not like gonna be not down offensive right like or if you're just seeing a girl more seriously and she sees you online it's like yo i got a girl line up today we're gonna play some marvels and then you're like doing your awkward Mm -hmm. dating thing i think that's what keeps uh at least for like from someone like me from doing more stuff but Mm -hmm. if you're single you can do it without too much guilt right because if you're talking to girls it's like hey you know we're just we're just we're just vibing we're just doing it for content so um i agree in the sense that if you're single and you're doing like content where you're trying to find a girl you know trying to find a girlfriend talking to different girls people are more invested in it as as a viewer uh, so yeah
3: Fed, I, mean, I think you can be more than just shipping content. You oh know? yeah,
0: I
4: mean, I mean, I, I mean, for a whole all of last year, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really do anything, but uh, uh, any shipping related things, I don't, I don't think. But um, yeah, it's just something on my mind recently. Yeah,
2: but if you I think about it, me. if. You- If you end up getting a girlfriend, you're kind of showing, you can show themselves the light, you know. They can get a girlfriend.
4: (laughs) Ah, yes. I have you guys. This is how you do it. If you can do it
3: with
2: that haircut. Anyone
3: can. (laughs) What the fuck? Let me cut your hair,
4: please. Dude, it's nice. I like it.
0: i just think about uh that picture where the play-doh is being squeezed through, like <laughs> oh a my god strainer. Dude,
4: that's a that's a be- be- <laughs> they're called in uh, spanish
3: uh,
4: but uh, uh, i
3: think yeah. what you're saying makes sense but it's also good to think like someday hopefully you'll find a girl that feels like she's worth cutting off that sort of content for you know like it won't even be a thought in your mind like, Truth. you will like her so much, you, you, will, you will want to compromise however need be, you know?
4: That's, that's, a, that's a good ass point. Can I, can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> All right. God bless. Uh, yeah. very right, cool.
0: I think uh, for the ladies, one thing that girl streamers go through a lot when it comes to dating is that because you're a streamer, your dating pool, or oh, like you're in the scene, your dating pool are gonna be guys who have some kind of following right it's, you're not gonna meet like some random joe at the library and you know oh he's a history professor and you fall in love with him what kind of deal that chances sounds kind are, of nice
3: to be honest <laughs>
0: uh chances are um the people you date are gonna be people with following and it sucks because like no matter like what you do or what you say or the connection you make people will at the end of the day say well she's just dating him because he's famous or, oh she's just doing it for clout um how, how do you like how do you kind of navigate that do you like always feel like no matter who you date uh people are gonna make rumors about you and like the thing about i feel like with these streamers like if they're a big streamer if they have a strong following it's because they have attributes that make them attractive as a partner it's like they're successful they're hard working like for example peter like he's a top adc but you're not dating him because he's a top adc he's you're dating him because like he had the drive the confidence the trash talk to put himself <laughs> as someone t- to be top adc right it's kind of like a, a cause yeah, he has, thing.
2: yeah he has really really good qualities that make him who he is and like his fame, his following, his um you know like success in his career is a part of it's like the consequence of all of his actions and attributes together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So. How do you I handle think, uh,
3: that then? like i i I don't even know if people could even really um say that like you're trying to cloud chase or something because you kind of have enough cloud on your own, you know what I mean, or is that but is that something you've ever had to deal with? Yeah,
2: I would say, um, when I first started dating Andy, uh, I was a college student and him and I are actually from the same hometown. Uh, you know, there are a lot of really like, uh, shitty rumors about me. Um, and I'll also just part of like being a girl on the internet, I think has gotten better through time. It's a lot more friendly now than it was eight years ago. Um, and yeah, people called me a gold digger. People said that I was only dating him because of the theme. Even now, people sometimes talk about like the reason why we broke up, you know, like, oh, she left him as soon as, you know, she was like done, uh, you know, getting her position at TSM. I'm like, no, um, a- Andy broke up with me and I was very open up about that. And I think it's just people want to assume the worst of you um, if you're a female on the internet. I think that that's just a hard part of what we have to deal with. Um, With Peter, it's not as bad because by the time that we started dating um, at the end of last year, uh, like Iman is saying, uh, I am already a known figure in the community. I myself don't really um, like my job isn't focused around fame or followers or anything. I work on the business side. I I obviously do like to participate on the Twitter game and Instagram game, even sometimes stream on Twitch just for fun. But um, I'm not out here trying to get as many followers as I can because it's not a part of my job. It's just something I like to do for fun, and I think that for Peter, Peter's it's it's not something that he's trying to get either. Like dating me, um, having a popular relationship is not gonna you know impact his job performance in any way. I mean, if anything, he plays worse because
1: he goes with LCS.
2: True. It's, it's a it's a time <laughs> commitment thing that you have to now uh, be more smart about your time if you're in a committed relationship.
3: <laughs> that's fair. Uh for me personally, I think like that's the main reason why I never really wanted to talk about relationships publicly because I know the majority of the people that I meet will also be in the scene, and it's just not something that I want to impact both my relationship and my work, if that makes sense. Like, I really enjoy my work. I never want to feel like, I mean, I get enough trolls and hate as it is. I don't want it to be added on top of that because of more stuff that the public knows about me that they don't need to know about me, if that makes sense. And I also feel like it worked out in a really interesting way because, I mean, I've been in the scene a long time. And when I first started, people would probably say that I'm clout chasing clout chasing someone and at this point if I started dating someone they'll just say that they're clout chasing me (laughs) so how about you guys just don't know who I hang out with ever (laughs) and I, I think for me my favorite thing is just like having peace of mind within the relationship that there's no external factors at all and yeah like if someday if if there was ever a world where like I started dating someone and their career changed drastically because of me, I feel like that's something that you would have to consider as well if you were to ever break up with them. You know, it just makes things complicated. I like a simple life. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Can I ask a question? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um well so from from my perspective peter and i obviously we talked about like it should we become public it was really nice in the beginning honestly to not feel like you have to hide anything do you think that there would ever be a world where if you were pretty serious with someone that it would be something that you'd feel comfortable sharing
3: yeah i also i usually forget to add this but i mean relationships are always like a two-part thing so if i ever felt like oh there's something that like we're really serious about and for some reason my significant other really wanted us to be public and it like made sense. However, we came to that conclusion. Yeah. I could see that happening. And of course, like if I was really seeing someone for that long and it's something that wouldn't change, then it probably would be something that I'd mention. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I've learned the lesson (laughs) (laughs) Um, to kind of To not publicize your relationship until you're at a point where you're, like, really confident in it. Because, like, my last relationship, um, it started on Mm -hmm. Twitch. Like, the first, like, the very, very first interaction I ever had with her was on Twitch. And the second one, the third one, the fourth one. And, like, we talked privately and, you know, kind of got to know each other, like, underneath. And that was fine. And, you know, we liked each other. But like the whole Twitch aspect or like the public relationship aspect kind of weighed uh, heavily because at some point you just like, oh, God, you know, what, what if things don't work out? You know, everyone's going to be angry or like they're going to say stuff and like it's going to mm-hmm. get weird and you can't just get in your own head. Um, so I think my one regret is just not having that time to develop a relationship privately and get to know each other like in a more not like so publicly scrutinized manner, manner. Mm-hmm. so that like I can understand my own feelings better versus just like that constant voice in the back of your head. But yeah, well, what's what's the public going to say about you guys? Because you started publicly from the beginning. So uh, for my next relationship, uh, I'll probably keep it super, super low key until like way down the line. Because at the end of the day, as content creators, if we fall in love with someone, we want them to be part of our work. It's like, you, I want to play games with them on stream. I want mm-hmm. to, like, if I'm IRL streaming or I'm vlogging, it's like, hey, you know, be in my content. I want to show the world who you are kind of deal. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, I want to reach that point with someone where I'm confident enough in the relationship to make her, like, appear in my content, I guess. Mm-hmm.
3: I do think it was a bit unfortunate with you and Janet because you guys did end up liking each other Legitimately, it was just the initial circumstances that were something you couldn't really help, and that are very difficult for anyone to deal with, really.
4: Okay, so stay private. (laughs) I feel like the first
3: thing Fed will do is announce his stream.
4: No, by I the mean, way,
3: guys, I went on a first
4: date. Holy shit! <laughs> and here's I, how
3: it went, and this is what happened. Oh, here's our second date. They
4: they, they would think I'm they would think I'm farming caps every time. <laughs> them, hey guys, I want to date today. They're like, yeah, good one. Yeah, stop lying. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I I'm kind of on the fence on like private or or on content type thing. Like my mind's telling um. me. <laughs> You know. That is
3: actually such a good way to put it, because, like your heart always wants to like showcase the positive stuff, yeah, um, but y- like you never really feel the bad until it's there. and that's uh-huh. really something you have to think about way ahead of time
4: because and like, I think
3: either decision is good as long as you're ready for it, you know,
4: yeah, yeah, cause like when I think about like this is my this is my I guess work I mean it is my work, but what if like something happens in a relationship that could that could affect my work, and you know, my work is like my core. It should be like a hundred percent. This should be working well, and if both like just collapse, it's just like oh shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't
3: know.
4: I well, I wouldn't want one to affect the other too much, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, something to think about. You know, we out here. We out here. Toast. we'll pokey. <laughs> we'll see.
3: I believe in y'all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're famous, right? At the end of the day, <gasps> Fed
3: has a Rodschler soon. He's gonna find the one. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna
0: find oh. Love My
4: Life. I'm really excited. So, so, um, the <laughs> I don't know if that's the right, right
3: place to find the love of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, um, last couple but... times I've seen that go down it was not ideal. Yeah, we re-watch,
4: watched Fitz's, uh, it's his Stop, episode and he
3: goes Caterino. oh
4: dude no you should watch the whole thing man it is like it aged like <laughs> fine wine or sorry like 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 bad like rotten cheese man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: uh, all, like milk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dude in their shit.
1: own ways yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: yeah it was it was it was a sight to behold but uh yeah uh i mean i don't actually expect to find like love mm-hmm. but i think it's a good opportunity to like at least meet people i like many people you guys know mm. me i'm a very social person so uh,
0: and i feel like the the girls you would meet on that show are girls who would be mil- willing to talk to you because you're such a big streamer anyway uh-huh. um because i don't know if they're changing up the roster but every time i look at <laughs> the majority it's
1: the same roster for every
0: the guy the same <laughs> girls and i feel like they just want to stay on every episode uh-huh. so they can just keep getting like more exposures. like oh
3: that's actually it i mean then fed you should know that if a girl is on it this time specifically for your show and she never has been before that's a really good sign
4: oh true uh? Yeah, yeah. Uh? but they're all gonna pick hosts you already know
3: i mean maybe yeah, we'll no i actually think with you they'll they'll all pick love because that's the
4: that's, That's the, the long-term long host. Long game.
0: <laughs> ah, smart.
4: <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. s- we'll see though. I, uh, I think it'll be fun. You know, I, 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 i When it comes to women, I'm, I'm very confident in my in my Sorry. ability. To... Oh, how convenient! We <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, what a convenient call. I'm very confident in my ability to talk to women, and especially groups of women. So you know, I think I think it'd be a good show. But uh, yeah.
2: yeah, you have a lot of experience with, uh, you know, women who friends with uh, me.
4: Okay. It really does.
3: Raj asked me, he was like, are there any girls that like we should include? And I'm like, all of our friends? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know any other really girls. I mentioned a couple, though. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it's good content.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know Fed. Fed always says the same thing, which is like, "Oh, it's just for content." But there's that one percent of him <laughs> deep mm-hmm. in his heart mm-hmm. who is just hoping chill. maybe it's not for content. True. Let's see. <laughs> <Listen>. All <laughs> right. Uh, final topic of the day, courtesy of y'all, our good friend Sean. If you had an unlimited budget, what show would you create? I guess it's just like, what kind of content would you do? For like, I imagine TSM, you guys do have a lot of budget. Um, But have you guys ever thought about like, I don't know, there's stuff like reality shows, like, I don't know, Terrace House, but what's it like in the inside of an esports team kind of deal, like all the drama? Because people love like reality and stuff.
2: I think it'd be really hard to um, do because, you know, like no one really wants like their business practices. And also like when things don't work out between teammates, they don't want that stuff aired. Mm-hmm. But if I could create a show just for peer views, I think like eSports or just like Twitch. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, Jersey Shore yeah,
1: yeah.
2: or like Terrace House, but like yeah. <laughs> with different couples. Yeah. Um, on Twitch, I think that that would be really funny to watch. But honestly, like, it'd probably be pretty shitty for the people involved because you wouldn't <laughs> want that stuff out. Um, You'd be surprised. If, for, I for, mean, for, there's
3: reality TV of like anything. People, so, like there's a lot of people who are happy to have that stuff.
4: Yeah, I was about to say like, if I there, was yeah. if I was a professional player, like someone like, you know, double for Peter, like, and I wouldn't want those internal issues out there on blast mm-hmm. all the time. But if I was like a content creator and I was down. You know, to have that stuff out there. Yeah, f- fuck it, dude. Yeah, let's let's do it, man. I think I think it's it'd be fun. <laughs> I was actually gonna bring up a similar uh, idea. If I had an unlimited budget, um, I would have a full time writer and a full time. Like um, I, I would want to do something on the lines of uh, Harris House, Jersey Shore, like you said, and uh, The Office. You know, like I think that'd be really cool. Um, and of of like the Twitch universe, but I feel like right now it's just. No one doing it, and Lily and I have tried writing like a office skit, but it's so hard. It's actually it really so, is. It's so yeah. hard, man. But uh yeah, that'd be my that be my that be my thing. Yeah. Or
2: do you guys, um you, you guys know the game shows like uh like I don't know just like survival game shows like mm-hmm. what if you had Twitch couples and esport couples compete with each other on like like <laughs> <laughs> great like escape or something you know like something like that
4: yeah that would that'd be really
0: funny like the, the island yeah that'd be yeah, yeah yeah holy shit yeah, i think um people underestimate just how desperate and hungry people can be people can be for like fame like mm-hmm. like struggling like when we when you think instagram models you think like super hot skinny <laughs> millions of followers but there are like tens of thousands of like instagram models who are really attractive but like they just Mm -hmm. have a couple thousand uh followers and like people don't know like there's so much people who are willing to do a reality do a terrace house do a jersey shore like they would love to sign up to be on jersey shore because it's really dramatic and it's probably like people who are not completely functional human beings but that (laughs) those people make the best kind of content like us at offline tv we're too you know responsible and wholesome <laughs> but like if we had no shame yeah we could get way more viewers people
3: who want to climb the ladder typically have no shame actually that reminds me i was scrolling through netflix the other day and there's this new show called too hot to i Mangle. watched the whole season you watched <laughs> the whole thing
0: oh, wait what's it called too hot to handle.
3: No way. Okay, listen to the premise. So you get 10 or like 8, 10 really hot guys and 8, 10 really hot girls. And you bring them both on like a a beach resort. So they're in bikinis and shirtless all the time. It's hot AF. They get whatever food, drinks, whatever they want. Okay. And they all want to hook up with each other so badly. And then you say, oh, but you guys aren't allowed to touch each other or else we deduct money from this 100K pot. But if you guys abide by these rules, you walk away with all the money.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They don't fuck. They 100% 100 touch each other, right? And like when
3: I saw that premise, I was just like... It makes so much sense, but it's so dumb, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so vain. Like, imagine these people signing up. It's like, oh, you're a super hot contestant. We're gonna mm-hmm. put you on an island with other super hot contestants. You want in? And like, they're, they're like, like, yeah, yeah hell yeah. yeah.
3: First day there, and you're like, you can't hook up, and they're like, no, you want the hundred k, you're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta have no shame if you wanna make it in the biz
3: of reality tv yeah i think what i would do is something kind of like something between a streamer camp and a reality tv show where it's like something like that where it's just like a group of people preferably single and or in a couple (laughs) We can't have full couple or, you know, (laughs) Um, and they're all like trying to kind of make it as content creators. And then you have people like coaching them, I think, because it's like, you know, there'll always be that reality TV drama if you group a bunch of people together. But on top of that, I think it would be really interesting to see people grow online and the kind of difficulties or positive things that come from it. I I feel like there is nothing that's really showcased that like behind the scenes. That'd be my idea. Maybe Offline TV will make a reality TV show. We've actually talked about it.
0: We did. Because yeah. we, we have like a spare room in the house. Like, we can <laughs> Like, I, I've said this before and I, I get... I'm getting so much DMs from people who hasn't even started content creation saying, hey, oh, Toast, no. heard you talking about it on the podcast. I'm your next project. And I'll move into the house free of charge. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll give you 50% of my earnings. Like, they're doing me a favor by offering more. It's like... Dude, I can, I can pick anyone off the freaking streets. You got to give me a reason <laughs> to pick you, right? And yeah, so if you're watching and you want to be a big, famous, whatever, and you want to join Offline TV, at least do something first before you hit me up.
3: Create <laughs> a portfolio at the very least,
2: i.e. your online channels. Yeah. But
0: That's yeah, actually I, I probably...
1: super...
2: Oh, sorry. That's actually super funny because I get people um, you know, messaging me all the time, "Hey, I want to join TSM. You know, you need to recruit me. I'm going to be the next big thing." <laughs> and it's just like, uh, well, they don't really, you know, they don't stream. Mm-hmm. Like they're not on any ladders. Like, "We come um, we recruit for like competitive games too. So, like we expect you to be like challenger, um, or, like top 50 challenger." And it's just like, "Oh, I'm silver. I'm going to be the next big thing."
1: So
4: I actually, it's just like i actually uh applied to be tsm's editor about five four years ago four, four years ago wow but I, I yeah like like we said I didn't really have anything to show I just was like, hey you know, I can do this I mean I had like little little small things but I don't think it wasn't anything profound and really yeah so yeah you really gotta really gotta do something first and then mm-hmm. and then showcase that and then, yeah. Do you imagine Fedmeister TSM editor? We could. I think you're not.
3: You would have gone from editor to content creator there too. I'm yeah. sure.
4: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see.
2: You're better in front of the camera. Uh,
0: maybe. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about it. You had OTV when uh, Fed is trying to move from editor to like content creator and like the general sentiment is like it's easier to find an editor a good editor than it is to find a good camera. talent like talent because yeah. right? like talent good talent is rare but editor you can there's, there's a lot of editors out there and it's easier to like fix them and guide them you can create
3: them. an editor easier than you can create talent yeah
0: for exactly sure. do you really believe that yes yeah <laughs> okay.
3: mm-hmm. yeah
4: I guess for me, <laughs> it's because I, I I wore a lot more hats than just like editor. I also had like a vision if that makes sense, and it's hard to like teach that vision or like process to people, or like way of thinking. Because a lot of editing is like instinctual, and it's really hard to like to teach that, that or give time. someone uh, that. Yeah, because like, a lot of it's commute timing. A lot of it's like uh, like your like your li- like internal library stuff like that. Um, but. Yeah, I know. I think, I think you're, you're right, Toast, for sure. How did we get
1: here?
0: <laughs> TSM. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right, TSM. Uh, Leah, do you reply to, like, all these... How, how often, I guess percentage-wise, when someone joins TSM, it's them asking you versus you asking them? Like, do people apply and say, hey, I want to be in TSM, and you check them out, and you're like, all right, sure, you know, come on <laughs> then.
2: I would say ninety percent is us reaching out. Um, there have been a few cases where we would, you know, send out a tweet, hey, we're recruiting for this game, and we would have like people apply. Um, and usually we have some intern go through all the you know pretty pretty shitty replies. And also in the Um He <laughs> <laughs> <You> waved. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, and so what was I saying? Uh, <laughs> so, you
0: have people going through the application. T-
2: oh, yeah. Yeah. And so usually we have like an intern go through um, the initial application process because you're going to get a lot of spam. There's a lot of times there are people, um, you know, they're like 12 and they just want to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with our Apex team, we were actually able to find them through that initial uh, questionnaire that they filled out. Um, and if you actually have um like you guys said if you actually have a portfolio you know have like a twitch channel have some youtube videos up we'll we'll actually go through them it's just most of the time people don't even have that
4: damn your your apex team is actually mm-hmm. fucking insane i don't know if you guys follow it it's it's the i think the best Best team. Who is it? Like,
3: I actually don't follow the Apex scene
4: in general too much. It's so. Aber Imperial Hell and Um Reps. Reps. They're, they're actually so fucking good, dude. It's insane. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're the best team in the world right now. So a <laughs>
4: nice.
0: long shot. And they were the ones who uh applied, right? Yeah. To the tweet. Oh, so. uh yeah.
2: The initial roster was actually um Thump, Imperial Hell, and uh actually forgot who the third was but then we ended up going through a few different roster changes for what we're at now yeah.
4: oh so it wasn't it wasn't so, like they didn't all three apply like together it was just like oh oh holy shit yeah. that's crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay and um you know with valorant you know being so pop and still in beta though like not even everyone has it yet i'm sure we have a few viewers who are players of valorant it's like all right, Lena, how do I get on the TSM Valorant team when it comes out? Am I supposed to grind the mm-hmm. ranks? Do I hit, you know, top Valorant and that hit you up? That always
2: helps. Yeah, like ranked is supposed to be coming out, I think, tomorrow. And so um, if you are looking to join any type of pro team, you're going to have to grind ranks. And I think the other thing is being realistic with um, there's a lot of times people who are too young to be a part of any esports team, but they'll still apply um people who what would you say uh, is too young? Um so Riot has a rule where you have to be seventeen or older uh, to compete. And so um Fortnite was I think 14 and older. And so each game will have their own rule. I think like we do have so many kids who like joining TSM is their dream. But uh you know they want to drop out of school to do something like this. And I would just say that's that's not realistic and You know, just wait till you're a little bit older, and then Mm -hmm. see if it's realistic for you. Like, I think Fortnite had a really terrible scene where Iman, you're a part of the scene where there's so many kids just dropping out of school to try to make it. Yeah. There was no, there was no like age thing for Fortnite. Um.
1: Yeah, it's
4: 14
2: to to compete, but a lot of kids dropped out of school to try to become a Fortnite, and so, yeah. Hmm
0: that's crazy i mean i've i think i've heard of people quitting their jobs to be like streamers but But when you're like
3: 14 you kind (laughs) of gotta make it through school first
0: yeah it's like if you lose your early childhood education to play video games that that really and it might not work out yeah it's
3: kind of i don't know do you guys think it's kind of harder to go back or like i feel like it would feel worse to go back when you're young versus if you're in university and you kind of skip out on a year or two i feel like everyone's kind of like 20 something in school but it's much more impactful when you're much younger
4: it's like the foundation of like your your personality like your beliefs like all all that is like all that is like shaped and formed in like your high school years
3: but also on the other hand i think soren bjergsen like didn't finish high school or even like go to high school he's doing fine (laughs)
4: okay he's the exception this man like yeah
3: but that's the thing there's like one exception and then there's a lot of other situations where it doesn't work out and it's a lot riskier than it needs to be I do think a lot of people even if you don't make it right away when you could have if you still have that potential within you like you can make it down the road when it's a bit risk, a bit less risky too
2: yeah, I think for pro gaming um, versus content creation, it's just about being realistic with where your skill set is at. I think Soren is someone who he's always been insane um, at the game. Uh, you know, he's killing the solo queue game before he was on a team. Uh, I know when he first, re- he first, like, he turned 17, he joined his team in EU, and then they went, they were 07 before him, and then they went seven zero. So it's just, he knew he was good, people knew he was good. Um, for him, the risk wasn't as big as someone who is like diamond and trying to make it because I think the talent's just not really there. Are
3: you saying I can't be a pro
1: player? Oh, you I'm diamond. Play you <laughs> Thanks, Lita. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, so there you have it, kids. Uh, don't drop out of school but yeah. if you are really 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 good and if you're
3: number old, 1 on the ladder then you can drop out but everyone else don't do it exactly <laughs> if
0: you hit number 1 on the ladder it's open a twitch channel and i guarantee you viewers are going to love Easy. 100% yet. 100% <laughs> yeah. so like all you future valorant pro players love you have it in your twitter like descriptions already even though the game's not released you know that's how you get noticed <laughs> Um, but i think that's all the time we have today thank you so much lena for joining us uh would you like to do any shout outs you know take it Uh, away
2: um i'm good don't
3: follow her she's so cute tsm lena just google her you'll find her on whatever you need
4: she also streams sometimes maybe Uh, it's quarantine there's nothing else to do (laughs) but uh no
2: Thank you guys so much for um, having me. I guess, shout out to Offline TV. Um, I'm not really here often with these guys on camera, but um, I would say I've been pretty close friends with Fed and um, Iman for a while now. So yeah, shout out to them.
3: Yay.
2: Thanks for joining us. Anything
3: else we got to say?
0: This is on Spotify. I'm pretty sure we're supposed to say that at the beginning, but... <laughs> we are professional streamers yeah. here, um, but yeah, uh, check us out on Spotify. Like, comment, subscribe, and we'll see you guys next week
1: on Bye. the next one. Bye.